1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VGW. Void.
2: We're prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is beijing Pound. i'm michael
1: i'm john as the closing ceremony brings down the curtain on another paralympics the second in 6 months paralympics gb is celebrating winning more medals in more sports and disciplines by more athletes and plenty of top five finishes too. China topped the medal table with 61 medals overall. but Paralympics GB finished 14th with six medals, including the first ever gold by a British man at the Winter Paralympics, 19-year-old Neil Simpson in the Super G with his brother Andrew as a guide. He was also the first ever gold on snow for a British man at either the Olympics or Paralympics. The pair carried the Union flag at the closing ceremony in the Bird's Nest. Ollie Hill won Britain's first ever para-snowboard medal too. Mena Fitzpatrick won a silver and bronze on the slopes to make her the most successful British winter Paralympian ever. And Millie Knight and guide Brett Wilde also added a bronze to their 2018 medal tally with the first medal on the opening day of the Games, getting that all-important momentum. Away from the medals, there were 13 top five finishes for Paralympics GB, with half of the team making their Paralympic debuts. And all this after a cloud had hung over the Games with the inevitable expulsion for Russian and Belarus athletes just before the action got underway. Michael has been discussing all things with the man in charge, Paralympics GB chef de mission, Phil Smith.
0: We've done really well this week. I'm really pleased with the performances. I'm really proud of every single member of the team. We've obviously had six medals, which is which is brilliant, a really, really good return for Paralympics GB, but actually also 13 top five finishes, which is the best return ever by a winter team for Paralympics GB, uh, which I think just goes to show the strength and depth that we have across the
2: team. So the one gold medal for Neil Simpson and guide Andrew Simpson, and they are carrying your flag into the closing ceremony. Tell us a little bit about the background to that decision.
0: Well it, it was it wasn't the uh, most difficult decision we've had to make all week I think the the first obviously they were our only gold medalists uh this week but they uh, were the first ever male athletes to win a gold medal for Paralympics GB the first uh, male athletes to win a uh, gold medal on snow across Olympic or Paralympic sport for Great Britain. So it did feel like a really historic moment when it happened earlier in the week. And it feels absolutely right that they should be leading the team out today and and, and carrying the flag for Great Britain.
2: And what was their reaction when you told them they had the honour?
0: I think it just wrapped up uh, a, a really quite a special week for them. Obviously, Games debutantes, both of them, They've won that gold medal. They've won another bronze medal. They've had a really successful week. It's actually Andrew's birthday today um, as well. So I think this just put the icing on the cake of what's been a pretty spectacular Games debut for the pair of them.
2: I've spoken to both of them a couple of times this week, and as well as being terrific skiers, obviously, they seem to be great role models, great ambassadors for Paralympics GB as well.
0: Absolutely. You know, you know the, the inspiration that I think they can bring, both in terms of how they ski on the slopes, but also how they've conducted themselves off the field of play this week. Like, like all of this Paralympics GB team, uh, hopefully we're, we're, we will see some inspiration. We'll see some new athletes, a new generation of athletes coming through who wants to be part of future winter teams because of what they've seen the likes of Neil and Andrew do.
2: We talk about momentum a lot in elite sport. How important was it then for Millie? First event of the Games, first medal. We're 20 minutes into the Paralympics and you've already got one on the board.
0: Yeah, no, it's always nice. It's always the always the way that the women's VI uh category ski first on that opening day. And obviously, we've had a lot of success in that class over the past couple of games. So that we know there's no guarantees, and especially that uh visually impaired class for the women, the, the standards are going through the roof globally. Um, and so for uh, Millie and Brett first, and then Menna and Gary to follow on in subsequent days by winning those medals really did just set the everything off on the right foot.
2: And Menna, the most decorated British Winter Paralympian now, and again a, a tremendous role model and someone that people at home have really enjoyed watching and hearing from this week.
0: Absolutely, um, she was she was obviously fantastic out in Pyeongchang when she first burst onto the scene, and she's really really taken that forward this week as i say the the class is stronger than ever it's really really difficult to win medals uh in in that class and she's shown extraordinary performances alongside gary uh to get across the line and win those two medals and and yeah couldn't couldn't ask for better ambassadors for our for the sport and for the team
2: and in a week of history making a first para snowboarding medal again i think From an organisational point of view, that must please you that that remit, if you like, the events you're winning medals in is widening, it's broadening.
0: Absolutely. You know, Neil and Andrew won the first medal ever by male VI skiers. And then obviously we had Ollie breaking through another barrier there. In, in winning our first snowboard medal. And, and I think, again, the snowboard team have been pushing all the way this week and we've had fantastic performances from James Barnes-Miller, Owen Pick, and obviously Ollie was the one that got the medal, but actually we've shown real strength in depth there. And, and across other sports as well, Scott Meena finishing sixth in the biathlon, best result by a British athlete in, in 30 odd years. You know, we, we are challenging these more traditional and established winter sport nations in a number of different sports and disciplines now, which is fantastic to see. A couple
2: of challenges, obviously, COVID, as we know, has been a challenge for everybody now for two years, but eventually you did get everybody to the start line.
0: Yeah, we, we missed out on on Katie Guest, who we should mention, who was men as uh Mena's uh, guide alongside Gary. Now, she raced with Gary all week, uh, Mena, and obviously had fantastic success. But we were gutted for Katie that she couldn't get out here. Um, obviously, thankfully, it didn't affect Mena being able to race. But yes, the probably one of my personal highlights of the Games was yesterday seeing Steve Arnold finally pull on the Paralympics GB kit, get onto the start line, and he had been through an awful lot uh over the last couple of weeks to get to that point but to see him race compete yesterday was absolutely fantastic
2: any disappointments from Paralympics GB a lot of people are talking to me about wheelchair curling I think a lot of people after the Olympic Games were expecting maybe a curling medal
0: I think it's a really tough competition the wheelchair curling it's it's 10 matches over the course of five or six days there's an awful lot um, that comes down to one stone here or there and you mentioned momentum earlier whether you can just get on a winning run and it obviously didn't quite fall the right way for our curlers this week but they put in some really good performances they took some good scalps in the round robin and they're really not that far away so I think looking forward um, the future can still be bright for wheelchair curling in Great Britain.
2: A couple of final questions about some broader issues China one medal four years ago 61 medals this time had you factored in what a force china were going to be at these paralympics when you were doing all your planning and modeling and everything else that you do
0: yeah we, we expected them to to turn up and, and have a number of new athletes and a number of very very good athletes uh, we saw it back in 2008 when they hosted the summer games uh, and we've obviously seen it again so not a huge surprise Um, It's quite extraordinary what they have done in terms of the number of medals they've won. Um, And obviously, it's been fantastic for them as the host nation to have that level of success. But I actually think it just puts our success that we've had this week into even greater perspective, that against that backdrop, we've still managed to win as many medals as we have and still had as many incredible performances. So, uh, yeah, it's been definitely a new challenge on the winter scene because I suspect Um, They won't go back to winning just one medal in four years' time, Uh, but it's been great to see how we've risen to that challenge.
2: And just finally, have you been as cheered as everybody else to see the terrific performance by the Ukraine team, another gold medal and second in the medal table overall, despite everything that's happening in the world at the moment?
0: Absolutely. I think everybody that's here has been willing on the Ukrainians all week. It's fantastic that they were able to get out here and compete and it's been brilliant to see the success that they have had and hopefully that's able to shine a little bit of positivity and a little bit of light on the situation of um all of their all of the ukraine at the moment um so yeah we were we've been delighted to see the success they've had
2: well thank you so much for all your time both in the build-up during the games and today and enjoy your closing ceremony
0: thanks very much cheers for all your support And that's it for Beijing Bound,
2: focusing on the British athletes going for gold
1: in China. The Winter Games now heads back to Europe with Milan Cortino staging the events in 2026.
2: And download our weekly Anything But Footy podcast for all the latest Olympic and Paralympic news, interviews, and conversations. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts. Just search Anything But Footy. Sports Social Podcast Network.